Yara, what's your Thanksgiving song? It's a song I wrote when I was young. It went. Okay. Turkey day, turkey day. When all the turkeys say, I want to run around and not be charged by the pound. Sadly, that's all I remember. That's pretty good, Yara. <laughs> Love storyers, long time no talk. We've missed you guys. Some of you have been reaching out to ask us when we're coming back with new episodes, what's up with the pod. So we just wanted to give you a little update. But before we do that, we never properly acknowledged the fact that we completed a full season of a podcast, Yara. I know. It's amazing. Uh, I can't believe it. I, I know we talked about it for so long and just seeing it come full circle with one season was amazing. And, you know, it makes me happy that we have some fans. I know you guys keep DMing us. Our inbox is always full. I know I'm being slow to respond, but that's just because you guys have enjoyed the podcast. And that just makes what we're doing even more special. Because not only do we feel good and inspired doing it, it seems like you guys like it as well. I feel like, too, that Yara and I have been talking about how, like, we're kind of feeling like blah and like blase and bored and all this stuff. And when we started doing our planning for season two and coming up with some fun ideas and what guests we want to feature and all of that, we like realized how much doing the podcast had been such a buoy for us, like bringing us so much joy. And we've been having so much fun doing it that we didn't even realize that we were like feeling blue and sad because we hadn't been doing it. So it's so exciting to be back in the stew with you, my dear Yar. I know. I love it. Um, and we know you guys have been waiting to hear what's next, when season two is coming, what we have on deck. So Morgan, do you want to give everyone a little preview? Yes, ma'am. So we figured what better way to kick off season two of Love Stories than on a very special day all about love. So mark your calendars for February 13th, Galentine's Day, when we're going to be hosting a, that's me doing a drum roll, Love Stories with Morgan and Yara live show on Zoom. It's going to be so amazing. We will have surprises for you between now and then. Uh, But after our first live show on February 19th is when our first full-length season two, episode one, will drop. We promise you'll hear from us between now and then. We have fun little tidbits that we plan on throwing your way, starting off this Friday with our Zaddy of Season 1 bracket. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I was robbed of doing my March Madness bracket early on in COVID. So we decided to do an iteration of a bracket. Instead of filling out your own little form that you have to print out or use an app for, Morgan and I are going to create a bracket And we'll let you guys do all the voting on our Instagram story. So we're going to be putting up there every single zaddy that was mentioned throughout the season. And we will get to see who the ultimate zaddy of season one will be. Another great update we have is the logo, which makes us feel even more official. We were so, so, so lucky to have Kobe, sister of former guest, vegan beekeeper, Lauren, 
And Kobe designed a beautiful, beautiful logo for us. We can't wait to show it to you. Uh, we're thinking through ways we can use it on our Instagram to brand the podcast, maybe even on swag. So stay tuned. In the next few weeks, you'll get a first look at the logo. Can you believe how legit we are? We have a logo. Too legit to quit. <laughs> Yesterday was Thanksgiving, which is an inherently problematic holiday. So we must always remember to honor the indigenous peoples whose lives were lost and whose land was stolen when European settlers came to Plymouth Rock to ultimately create this place called America. So we want to do a little mini moment of silence for that. Thank you. And though the roots of the holiday are fraught, we do appreciate the opportunity that Thanksgiving gives us to take stock of our life and remember what we're grateful for. So Yar, what are you thankful for right now? I'm thankful for a few things. Uh, the first thing I'm thankful for is the New York Times cooking app because it's given me so many uh, inspirations. Um, I'm thankful for the technology that we have because you know we're not with family during this holiday where we're usually with family and technology um, has been able to keep us in touch and keep us connected. And finally, I'm thankful that Trump finally conceded and the election results are official and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are headed to the White House come January 20th. I'm happy for all of those things too. Um, my meal that I cooked yesterday, celebrating a little mini Thanksgiving with one of my besties, Grace. And then like you, Yar, I'm so thankful for the election results and thankful that that week of hell <laughs> waiting for those numbers to come in is now behind us. And that orange turd has finally admitted that he's lost. Agreed. And you know, Morgan, our, our season ended before the election. So I want to hear your overall thoughts about how you were feeling that week, how you coped, how you celebrated, how you're feeling now. Um, I know it's something we were both very invested in. And so I just, we never got a chance to fully debrief with our wonderful audience. So I think now's a good time for that. That week was probably the worst week of this year. That's already definitely the worst year. I'm a really avid political podcast listener and I like love to listen to punditry and everybody kept telling us there's going to be a red mirage. There's going to be a red mirage. We're going to think that Trump's going to win because they won't because most places count in-person voting first and but don't worry, the absentee ballots are going to come and like save the day. But even knowing all of that, just like the emotional stress that came from watching those numbers come in and like seeing how red the map looked was so incredibly stressful. Did you have that same experience? I did. And I had a lot of, I don't know if PTSD is the right word because I don't want to like minimize what it actually is with what I had, but a lot of like leftover stress from 2016 and even though I knew that this year was different than 2016 it was still really hard not to flash back to those moments you know seeing Florida so easily go red terrified me because I thought Florida would be more of a, a challenge but then Georgia and Arizona gave me the the hope I needed and Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin it gave me the hope I needed to continue to be strong and not overreact 24-7. I will say I had a few overreactions, but 
I think we all had like 11 breakdowns a day. The emotional roller coaster that we were riding was so crazy. And even still, like reflecting, obviously the outcome is the one that we wanted, but looking to see the number of people in this country who aligned with that man is really, really sad. And it just shows that we have so much more work that we need to do to try to get, to try to gain understanding and try to figure out like, how can we come together as a nation? Is that even possible? And so that is a hard pill to swallow too. But when I tell you that November 7th, 2020 was the best day of 2020, it was the most beautiful day. I just drank a thousand hard kombuchas and hung out with my friends, jumped up and down. It was so fun. First, I want to say hard kombucha. That's very Brooklyn of you. That's just probably the most Brooklyn thing I've ever heard in my life. On one of my other group chats, they were like trolling me because I was like, I'm just really loving this blueberry Palo Santo hard kombucha right now. What'd you do that day, Ar? On November 7th, I was with Lauren, again, guest of the podcast. We ate brunch together in the park, found out the amazing news. And then we went to volunteer at the South Brooklyn Mutual Aid Society. And then after that... We sat at a distanced outdoor bar and had a lot of sparkling wine. And it was a fabulous celebration of just letting all of the stress of the past week melt away. I will say that day, I like honestly felt the stress start to melt away from my shoulders. My shoulders were hurting, but I think it's because tension was finally being released. I live near Prospect Park, near the roundabout. And so at the roundabout, the number of people that were there with pots and pans, people with any instrument, anything that they could grab that they could turn into an instrument. It was just such a beautiful reminder of the fact that we live in this city that's so special. And that even though this has been such a horrible year, the way that New Yorkers can come together is really beautiful. And I feel so happy that I live here and that I got to celebrate here. I saw a couple of people posting on Instagram, like Democrats who are in Ohio or Democrats who are in Florida and how excited they were to celebrate, but that they didn't have the people around them to celebrate with. And so I feel so lucky that I live in this blue ass lefty city where everybody was partying in the streets, <laughs> blasting the hit FDT. All right. So in addition to being thankful that we are going to be getting rid of that Cheeto man from the White House and ushering in a new era of Joe Biden and MVP Kamala Harris, we also can't forget that we have to celebrate the zaddies that we're thankful for right now. So Yar, who is your zaddy of Thanksgiving week? My zaddy of Thanksgiving week is going to be the newest resident of the Naval Observatory, future second gentleman, Douglas Emhoff. The reason he's my zaddy of the week of Thanksgiving is because he just cares about Kamala so much. He is so proud of her, he's always cheering her on. And it is just a beautiful sight to see. So, you know, if I could spend the Thanksgiving holiday with MVP, and feature second gentleman, I would, because looking at all of MVP's recipes, she's an amazing cook. So I could learn a lot from her. I could contribute making some side dishes, a cool cocktail here or there. What about you, Morgan? 
So though I love Doug, he's not my zaddy of Thanksgiving week. My zaddy of Thanksgiving week is Silver Fox extraordinaire and CNN pundit of all time, Anderson Cooper. Watching all of the CNN staff rejoice and troll Donald Trump in a way that is so inappropriate, but so fun, has been one of the joys that I've had of the past couple weeks. And so when Anderson described Trump as an obese turtle on his back, (laughs) floundering in the sun, I was like, now that man's a poet. And in addition to being brilliant and a great commentator, He's also super handsome. I love when he wears his glasses. He has a great head of silver hair. And he's just an overall great person to watch on TV. So guys, that's it for our little Thanksgiving week episode. But don't worry, we're going to have a couple more teasers and other short episodes between now and when we come back for season two. So in the meantime, mark your calendars for February 13th for our very exciting live show. And on February 19th for our first episode of season two. We have some really incredible guests that we're going to be working with. And we can't wait for you to hear their stories. As always, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Love Stories with Morgan and Yara. Don't forget to play the Zaddy of Season 1 bracket. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, the picks will be in your control, so be sure to vote, tell your friends to vote. And keep in touch, guys. You know, if there's something you want to hear about next season, let us know. If there's something you want us to do a mini episode on, let us know. We're all ears. And stay tuned for our logo. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. We can't wait to see you soon. And we'll talk to you later. Bye, friends. See ya. Turkey Day. That's a cute song. I wish I remembered more. I, like, remember I wrote it down. And I even, like, printed it on a piece of paper. And I put all these turkeys and fall leaves and colored on. But young, I was probably, like, 12. Let's be real. But it's okay. That makes the song that much better. I was like, uh, six-year-old Yara. Oh, I was like 12.